come as you give me a countdown. Okay. That it dog it in a kinanda, that it dog it in a kinanda, that it dog it in a kinanda. Vava, vava. I did it. Yeah. It took a while. Welcome to another episode of Absolute Focus. This is uh, this is number two since we've been back from our long break. Yay. You guys, we changed positions. Uh, what do you think about figure, this position? We're trying to figure this room out. I'm not feeling this. It's not slouch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you have to sit up straight. Yeah, so we've just been chilling over Christmas holidays. Uh, we have an awesome guest today. We're so excited. We, Welcome back. Yeah, it's our Thank first you. guest that's been back for a repeat episode. Yay. Yeah. So we're really excited to have Ra- Rashi Kulkarni back. Yay. Yay. For an exciting thing as well. Yeah. New album, yeah. new album alert. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you have a new album coming out. I do. And we talked about it the first time I was here. And we were saying, let's talk about it in the future. And it's here. The future. (laughs) Back to the future. Yeah, we're back in the future. (laughs) So let me, okay, let's start. So the album is called Afterglow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So Komuji, like obsessively, cannot stop talking about this picture. Oh yeah! Oh, dude! Like literally thanks. for hours a day. It's stunning. That's all she does. Is tell me, <laughs> well, all, like thanks, this is the greatest it's picture perfect. in the world. The photographer Anna Azarov, she's LA based, and I sent her the album beforehand, and I told her this is what it's about. You know, it's very, it's very much based around nature and the colors and everything that she chose mm. match. You know, the, it's gorgeous. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It helps that you're gorgeous too, but okay. the whole concept. <laughs> no, thank you. It's thank all you. good, man. Everything, <laughs> everything was a very intentional with the colors that we chose yeah. and, you know, everything. Yeah, it, was, it, yeah, it is stunning. Yeah, fuzzy. Thank you. <laughs> Which, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, she talks about it like every day. God, calm down. I'm not, you know, <laughs> obsessive perv. <laughs> thank you, though. Thank you. She did a great job. It's, it's, it, it matches exactly what I was picturing too. So Yeah, I hate when amazing music is accompanied with drab images right <laughs> they just Absolutely. don't go together yeah i agree but i think yeah it, when you hear it and you see the pictures it's all one big yes lovely warm package of sunrise yes <laughs> thank you so yeah so did you what does the title mean so okay there's a whole story behind this album and that's why i wanted to come and talk to you guys first um because everything about this album is intentional so there are five songs on the album, and it goes from sunrise to the afterglow of sunset. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're looking at the sunset, the the light that remains is called the afterglow. And I always say that my, my family is my light after the sun has set, when there is darkness. Yeah. But you look at the afterglow of sunset, and that I, I, I just thought that would be a really great title. Um, but the album, it, it goes on a trajectory from, um, it's one day. So it's from sunrise to sunset, but all the emotions and everything that you hear in the album are emotions and experiences that we uh, deal with in our everyday lives. So that's why I was like, okay, I have to, it's a story and the visuals have to match what is happening with the music too. But I'll, I'll tell you guys about each song if yeah, you guys want to know the... Obviously, we're all geeks here. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> there's yeah, a lot of nerdy stuff that this I do in this. <laughs> no, that's cool. I like, yeah, because often, I mean, this happens to, to, I think, all of our work is that 
it just goes out there. Right. And then nobody knows. And you don't know the intention behind yeah, it or what why, the story why is. Why decisions were made, what the story was, what the yeah. intentions were, what the moods were. Yeah, right. Um, which that's valid too. Like let the listener interpret what, what they want. Absolutely. But, you know, we also want to know what, what you were thinking. Yeah. Well, I mean. All right. So let's start at the beginning. Let's, sure. So, uh, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about Sunrise and then we can listen to it. Okay. So Sunrise is the first track. Sunrise is the first track off the EP. And it the song is about setting your intention at the beginning of each day. So it begins in a very meditative state and it keeps growing and growing and building and it reaches this pinnacle. And once you hit the pinnacle, then it kind of tapers off again. And that is, it's kind of like telling a story in its own right. Each song is telling a story in its own right, but together it tells a story. It's, it's like a chapter, each chapter. So this is the first chapter. And um, this is the first time that I actually had live drums on the, the album. And, um, you know, the instrumentation is very different than what I usually do. But um, that's, that's Sunrise. That's pretty cool. It's, so it's a beautiful track. Thank Why you. is the sun rising in five? <laughs> okay, so this is, again, this is another. That was kind the, of, I'm, a, I'm a percussionist. I, I love this. So, like, and I know I can talk like, to you guys about this like, stuff. That's five. Yes. And, but here's the cool part. It's not in You don't know five. that it's five. Yes. Right. It's not like Correct. one, two, one, two, three. It's like one, it two, was three, like four, five. it's it's like it was like it felt like threes like yes. it had a swing to it which yes. five, it's awesome. hard to swing five right awesome. so okay there's a couple of reasons why i picked five four it does go into a six uh, like a triplet feel in the middle but the bulk of it is in five four yeah it's a couple of reasons there are five tracks on the album so like i was thinking okay start with five um five is my favorite number i don't <laughs> that's like a very it's silly reason too, yeah. um and I also feel like when you when you do something in 5-4, it's almost like you're anticipating something. Because if you do something in like a 6-8 kind of feel, you know what's coming. It's like, da, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like when you do something that's with an odd beat, it it makes you... It makes it, you jump, yeah. Right? Yeah. That, so that's what I wanted. I, want, I wanted there to be that excitement yeah. because... You can't get that with just a 4-4 four, four or a 6-8 or something not. like that. So. so, okay, that's pretty cool. Because, yeah, yeah you did it. So when we use Odd Cycles, like when we did that live play, right? We used 5 and 9, I think. Oh, yeah. But the two scenes that we used it for... For tension scenes. Were to create, like, yeah. a lot of tension. I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, but, too. But, really, but we, really also, we also, like, wrote our parts that way, that they were very yeah. tense. And then the, the cycle was just another little like you know some frosting to make it even more tense yeah. right but yours didn't it didn't feel tense no. it felt no. yeah i it, wanted to be energetic yeah because the whole point of you know yeah like in the very beginning it is very meditative and you don't realize what the uh the time signature is right but once you get into the feel of the song and it, it keeps going you're like oh wait you i want people to you know feel the energy that comes from it so Definitely. um i think that comes across with five four Absolutely. Yeah, the definitely. drummer, like, did it so subtly and so well. It's just really, really... Thank you. Did yeah. uh, So did you know that you were going to write five tracks? Or was that... No, after? I think the, when we spoke, I wanted to do more. But when I kind of got all the tracks together, I felt like these five sat well together. Whoa, and so you have more? 
I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but don't we all have tracks sitting around? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. That's our career. Yeah. <laughs> that thing has like a gazillion tracks on there. So, yeah. Unfinished. In the I, world, un- not that much. <laughs> exactly. But that's why I, I wanted it to tell a story from beginning to end. So then that's why I was like, you know, these five, I think, sum up the emotions that I've been feeling uh, the last two years, what I've gone through. And I think they're all applicable. I think we all feel these things. Whatever we, wh- whatever emotions you hear in the in the tracks, we all feel these things. So that's why I thought, okay, I'll do a five-track EP. I do want to do an LP. I'm going to say it here so I yes. like yeah. hold myself to yes. it. Uh, but that'll be next. Awesome. Let's listen to it. Yeah, let's listen to Sunrise. All right, and we're back. That was Sunrise. So that ended on like such a peaceful and beautiful beautiful note. So what what was the the ending? Like how did you like how did you decide to end that way? Cuz I think it's like it's like a coda almost. Um, oh God, I'm such a. I have to remember people who watch this are not necessarily like. No, that's no, fine. It's everything. <laughs> Musicians uh, watch. We hope, and non non musicians too. Well, you know how I was saying before, each track tells a story in its own right. I like to kind of bookend everything, even within each song. So it started out in a very meditative state, yeah. and I wanted it to end in a rather meditative state as well. So why did you feel like you wanted to go from five to six? The feel. Oh gosh, no one ever, uh, no one asks you these <laughs> questions when you're composing. Um, it just felt. It just felt right. I mean, a calmer I, than five. Yeah, I think six does feel a little bit calmer than five. It gives you a second to breathe, and then go back into the five, because in the beginning when it goes back and forth between five and six. Um, we're still building. We're, yeah. We haven't reached the that pinnacle. I haven't opened my eyes. Oh, I don't want to get up. Oh. It, it, right, <laughs> exactly. And then you know when when you start hearing the build with the the flute and the violin and then the drums, that's all in five. And we're like anticipating what's going to come next. And then we hit the pinnacle, which is all five four. And yeah, once it tapers off, it's like it's like in real life. Like okay, I can take a breather yeah, yeah. And, it, and then i that's why i feel like when you go back into a six feel it, it just it's more calm mm. that's that pretty make, cool if that makes sense I no it know. does i mean sometimes when when we're writing stuff and then we introduce a change like that we i would i always say i could guess myself right yeah i'd I be like wait is it supposed to change mm. or is it <laughs> but it works right? if it works it yeah. works yeah i mean why not right and even even um in the in the song, I go from um, it, it goes like five four six four seven four back to five four like right at the very at the pinnacle at the mm. near the end. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's just throw in all these different well, time yeah. signatures and love it. Love it. And it's done so well. <laughs> Were they happy about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, <laughs> we have practice next week, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> the live about. concert. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's gonna be a live concert for the launch of this, so. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. Very amazing. I think that so this will likely air. So yeah, that right after the the concert just happened a oh, couple yes. of days ago, and like yeah, twelve thousand people came. And <laughs> Obama showed up. You're funny. And he bought like three copies, <laughs> and yeah, it was a great event that night. Yeah, Thanks. and then Spielberg came. Thanks, and he was Like I want to make a movie on Rashi. Okay. And she's like, well, there's a, we'll let you bid for it. <laughs> there's a few of them. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. So that release party happened a couple of days ago. <laughs> 
my God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like the next track is called High Tide. Yes. So I can tell you about this one too. So you uh, woke do you want to go in order? You got ready. Oh, you know, I think I'll go to the beach. <laughs> Looks like a lovely day. Hmm. Well, that's your interpretation. <laughs> I love your interpretation. Um, <laughs> you made me laugh. Sorry, we're just messing around. So... <laughs> <laughs> High Tide is a piano solo, and it's again, yeah, it's a second chapter of your making. <laughs> um, it's again, it's a very positive piece. It's about swimming through your obstacles, um, and the way the way I've performed it, it's it makes you think of an ocean because it's very there's a lot of arpeggios and it goes back and mm, forth. So yeah. I want people to feel like you know they're in the ocean. You like feel the waves. Um, and I mean, it, there's not much more than that. It's uh, if you once you hear it, you'll you know, it is very emotional. Um, there's like an A section and a B section, and then it goes back to the A section, and um, it ends again pretty calmly. But again, right now we're still on the second chapter of this book, so we haven't hit the peak where things start going <laughs> yeah. a little crazy. So it's, it's almost like a so like in in our in in classical music Indian classical music we have like the the they love Georgia love. no the eight times the times a day oh yeah uh, so it's kind of like following the <clears> same <throat> uh, so those are in th yeah. three hour increments yeah I think so. oh interesting yeah yeah hmm. so uh, each each slice so of so there's time. eight there's eight behes right like behes yeah what is that eight steps yeah I think eight steps, eight steps of the yeah. day and it's a circle and so it, each this rock is well, a cluster of rocks is for each time. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is it's following a similar progression because those those ragas were also written to be give you those feelings and intentions. Yeah, to to mm -hmm. to be with nature. Absolutely. And like what what nature's like how to connect to nature at that time or yeah. nature is like another word they would use the word god, yeah. right? Like um so, so would we. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty cool concept. Um we can't play the whole EP for you guys. You need to buy, buy it. it. God. Don't stream it. I'll put links in the description below, but don't stream it. Get Rashi paid. Thank you. Buy it. <laughs> buy hard copies too. I will say this, you know, as independent artists, everything that we do is self-financed. Right. And the only way that I was able to finance this is because I have a full-time job in scoring. Yeah. And so... I was working, f I mean, I still am, but I was working full time and also doing this. But that's that's the means for me to, you know, put out an album. And, and um, the reason it took so long was because I had to find pockets of time that I was actually free. Uh, yeah, it's like super difficult. Yeah. Remind everyone how... What full-time job is? Yeah, Hirashi? you work from eight, uh, eight to three or eight to four, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I work on a lot of. I think we. I mean, we talked about it last yeah. time. But if anyone didn't watch or listen to that podcast, I work with a film composer Blake Neely, and I'm his writer's assist writer's assistant, and we work on like ten shows. Um, so this year was very very busy. Um, I'm writing additional music on three shows, which is super fun, um, but it's very time-consuming, uh, right. and I love it. It it's your life. It, yeah. But I, I mean, again, yeah. I will say this, though. It's 16 to 20-hour days, right? Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's not... Uh, it, de it depends on the week, yeah. um, but I will say that it's made me a better composer because I am required to be creative every day, whether I'm arranging 
music or writing from scratch, I have to be creative. And then even on the tech side, because the job um, requires me to be very tech savvy. So just building Pro Tools sessions for my live show or, um, you know, writing out the music for my musicians and just using the programs like Sibelius and Pro Tools and knowing the quick keys and all this. It's my job has made me very efficient and I was able to do all this because of that. So I have to say that's like, it's amazing when your job is making you better at what you want to do anyway. Um, But yeah, it's just a matter of time. So like I definitely didn't sleep <laughs> but when do any of us so so you work a lot uh well it's creativity every second of the day but do you ever yeah. get burnt out and you're like oh, of course i think I just wanna, just yeah sleep and just i don't want to do this oh, a lot i mean i'm glad i i got a few days at home with my parents and then a couple of days with my sister i mean it was just so nice because you keep all technology away from right. yourself and just unwind and be present with the people that matter most. So yeah, of course I get burnt out. I mean, there's mo- there are moments where I'm like, I'll watch a scene and I have absolutely no idea what to do. Like, I, I don't know what to write. Mm. It's like complete blank. Yeah. Uh, but then you just, you sometimes you just have to force yourself to just write something, you know, yeah. say this is because that's the job. It's, you know. That, you, you, so that's an advantage of it being the job. Yeah. Because yeah. when it's our own thing, you right. just wait. Yes, this You're is true. Like, you wait for that mood. bout of inspiration. I'm not inspiration. in the mood, so I'm not going to do it. Right. And then you know what? It doesn't get done. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, I, I mean, but don't you think that with a lot of albums that people put out, it takes them so long yeah. because you wait for those moments of inspiration. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, when, it, when your job is to you know be Create. creative yeah. and have to have something to picture yeah. you just have to do it yeah. so i won't say that i don't feel like everything i've written is like <laughs> amazing <laughs> um but if if it serves the picture um and you know it, that's that's all that you're that's, trying to do matters, yeah. Right? yeah that's awesome so we're we're now okay we're gonna go to the third track. Oh yes, "Rain and Euphoria." Mm-hmm. This is my personal favorite on the album. It's beautiful. I love this it's one. Absolutely, yeah. So let's go into detail about this one. Do you want album. me to tell you first or listen first? Let's let's talk a little first. Okay. We'll do a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> so, "Rain and Euphoria" is the third song on the album. It is the peak. So, in terms of instrumentation, it's also the biggest. Mm. Um. So the title, Rain and Euphoria, it's supposed to serve as an oxymoron because if you are in a euphoric state, you don't want rain to be, you know, raining on your parade. On your parade. Exactly. So the song is about, it's, interna- it's an internal dialogue, calm versus chaos. Do you guys ever feel that outwardly you are seemingly fine? But inside, you want to scream? Yeah. No, I just look like I want to scream. I don't have that dis- different color display. I have very bad at hiding. Well, <laughs> but yes, that's what it's. Understood. That's what that's what the song's about. It's a. It just goes back and forth between calm and chaos, and you can hear that when um when you when you listen to it, it starts off very calm. You don't even expect what's gonna come, and it just goes back and forth. Um, this is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, let's let's, let's listen, listen to it right now.
And we're back. That was rain in euphoria. And that, it yeah. It was. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Thanks, guys. That, that is my favorite track on this I think it's, holy one, I think it's my fave, too. Um, there's like a, so to me, there's like a, it's the music that makes you cry, but not the one that like, it, not the, not the I'm sad. I'm sadding, sobbing kind, but the, this, I'm, with joy. joy yeah, it's like it. beautiful. It's just yeah. beautiful. So Thank like you. the, um, so how did you come up with the theme? Uh, like bro, where were you? <laughs> what were you um, doing? I was again. I was at I was at probably at work, but um, I come up with themes in my head, and I'll go to the piano or just record a voice memo. So the theme that you hear at the very beginning, yeah. that's what I, you know, recorded into my phone, and then I went to the piano and was just reharmonizing it and trying to, you know, come up with different things. But I think when I wrote it, I was not in the best place uh, emotionally and, and I wasn't in the best emotional state so I I think what I've always done this anytime I'm upset or happy or whatever I go to the piano and I just whatever I need to say I I play wow. it you know I because I can't express it in any other way and I think a lot of musicians feel this way that you are able you just let it out on your on your instrument yeah. um, and so when I wrote that, uh, the and actually all the themes, um, the first thing I do is go to the piano and then just jam yeah. and just let it out. And then things that I, you know, things that stick, I'm like, oh, I, I, I can uh, use this and grow from that. Yeah. Um, so that's how that one started. Awesome. And there's a couple of our friends on there. Yes. Uh, Siley Oak and Reginder. Yes. So how did, yeah, how did they come into the picture? <clears throat> I knew I wanted it to be a fusion of Indian classical and Western classical, but the drums also uh, make it kind of rock. Mm -hmm. And so Hal Rosenfeld is on the drums. Um, Siley and Reginder I've known for years, so it was kind of a no-brainer. Mm. Um, I just wanted I wanted the strong vocals and violin, and they just they, they killed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, like both of them are tremendously talented. Like amazingly talented yeah they're so good yeah yeah um, they brought it to life so yeah it was like a no-brainer uh and then like uh, so this is reginder the only strings or there's more oh i have a string quintet i recorded them in february so remember i was saying it i had to find pockets of time in the yeah. last two years to record different people um i recorded a string quintet uh, in february and layered their takes so if i had them yeah. just like, do it a couple yeah, of times yeah. like overdub it uh, i also had a western classically trained uh, violinist on there and she plays the very high uh okay. violin that you hear her name is camille miller i also work with her and then again there did indian classical violin and then and then yes yeah, i did vocals but it, this it's is gorgeous this is the biggest uh i guess production out of all of the tracks because yeah. It has the most uh, musicians it on cinematic. it. cinematic. Oh, perfect. That's that's what I was going for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, what are the what's this in a string quintet? Quintet is two violins, viola, cello, and bass. Bass. Okay. The bass. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. And then and then the ending, like the the the, the subtle piano at the end. Like, how did you come up with that? Oh, so the piano that you hear at the end, it's supposed to make you think of raindrops because it's 
just single notes, you know, and the way I've played it, I played it very delicately. I wanted it to be kind of the end of the piece tapering off where we just hear the raindrops kind of, you know, yeah. fading out. It's a beautiful yeah. ending. Thank you. Uh, so where was all this recorded? I recorded everything. Uh, uh, oh, gosh, different places. different places. Yeah, the piano I all, I recorded um, at my work okay. at Calnall Studios. Um, we have a grand piano there. Uh, the flute I recorded I, myself at home. Reginder I recorded at, at my place. Siley came over to my place, recorded her vocals. Drums uh, I recorded at his studio. String quintet was at a different studio. I mean, it was just everywhere, you know, wherever we could find spots. But yeah. it all came together. I mean, it just, that's why it just took so long, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. What do you use to record at home? What's in your studio at home? Uh, right now, I still have, I need to upgrade my mic. I still have um, the, a condenser mic, the Audio Technica 4040. It's been, yeah. I mean, it's done really well for the price. Um, but I, that's what I used for my stuff. I got to use a ribbon mic on the grand piano Ooh. and those are fancy. Yeah. Um, but that was, that allowed, when you hear the piano, you'll hear it's with the ribbon mic, you'll hear the panning, the high end in this ear and the low right. end in this ear. Nice. It's, it's just so it's perfect. Um, and then what else? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've been doing some testing in here cause uh, or we got some studio upgrades. I got some new mics and stuff too. And yeah, so we've been, I've been moving around the room. Does it sound good here? Does it sound good yeah. here? Right. And Just then, so we yeah, get the exper spot. Experimenting with some panning techniques for her Santhur. Even, and uh, tabla. Yeah. And then. Uh, How do you mic your tabla? Uh, it used to be one. Ah. So, But now we're experimenting with two, one on the bayan, one on the bayan. And then um, there's some panning ratios that, uh, that our, our friend is guiding us on. Like Guy Cesar is a robot player, but he's also an amazing engineer. Nice. And uh, he's, he's a. Uh, telling us what to do and he does some amazing stuff so, he does yeah we're we're experimenting and stuff with new stuff because like there's a couple of albums with, of shivji where the where the panning is yeah it it it, it makes the santura sound like a, bigger like, like bigger it, yeah. and wider and right it, it sounds way cooler that same like I, I realized um when i was recording piano in the past like years and years ago i would I didn't know how to mic it properly. Miking a piano is very difficult. Yeah. So I had my colleague, you know, Mike, he was like, let's use the ribbon mic because you'll get the stereo sound and it'll sound big. Um, but miking, yeah, miking instruments. Yeah, position be, is is insane. It is, yeah. yeah. You got to know what you're doing. Like, we have another thing. Like, it's another art to I learn. Know, man. We can't learn stuff. everything. Yeah, it, but... It, yeah, it's, it's too hard to do And then it's crazy. Like, you'll see... Uh, like the mic will be like, let's say the mic is on my Diane like this, and then it's sounding okay, and then he'll be like, and you're like, oh my god, right? Yeah, just... what just happened? Right. <laughs> on the on one of the tracks, uh, Prism, I had the cellist come over and record, and I didn't even place the mic because a cello, like a musician, is gonna know what's gonna sound best for their instrument. Yeah. So even for that too, you know, yeah, I. But not always. But not always. <laughs> it wasn't until Kai sort of pushed us to, uh, to sort of experiment, and then he was he's guiding us. Uh, yeah, he's that, done a lot of recording, so yeah, we it, haven't. So. But a lot of it yeah. is experimentation. Even yeah, when yeah. when people come and they guide us, it's they've also experimented a lot and see what works, what doesn't, and yeah. you know, it's not, yeah. But it just takes time. Yeah. There's only so many things we can do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. like uh, 
we've got so we've been in some big like you got to record at Capitol Studios. Yeah. And mm. then I can't remember the engineer's name, which is terrible. Yeah. But he's like a legit dude. Now I can't remember his name. We'll remember it afterwards. We'll we have to splice do. it in. Uh, <laughs> but he mic'd your Centur in yeah. a way that we've never we've never even seen, and it was stunningly gorgeous. Yeah, he had like the, the mic like uh, it was like six feet high, I think and so. then it was like it, and it was at a weird angle. Yeah. But when you heard it in that room, which so obviously full. is like a crazy room, it's great, right? <laughs> it and it was the main yeah. Um, and then I've been to Ocean Way. Uh, oh, I've never been there. My my teacher recorded an album with Rahat there. Wow. And Alan Sides was the engineer. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, right? And he also, yeah, like, uh, he he did some stuff where, like, the, the tabla, like, it wasn't, like, left and right. It was, like, one was closer, one was in the back, and then it was at some weird angle. Engineering is its own yeah. craft, 100%. So... Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that to album work. had crazy production. Right? Like Rick Rubin produced it. Wow. So we, wow. I didn't know who he was at the time, and I didn't know who Alan Size was at the time. <laughs> I was like a teenager, and I'm in there, and like, yeah, it was just, it was crazy. But like they they brought in probably like fifteen thousand dollars worth of carpets. Wow. Because these guys were like we sit on the floor, so they like literally like they bought these super expensive Persian rugs just for them. Wow. And then yeah, like. Those don't you don't you see like as we're getting you know older it's just so nice to work with people and collaborate with people who are masters of their craft and when you bring you know people together it's just, the product's going to be that much better because yeah. I had a problem with like I was like I have to do everything myself you know yeah but so we have, <laughs> we have that yeah we have that in us for sure especially me <laughs> I, I mean I'm the same I I wanted to mix everything on my own for this but I think I was telling you this earlier I for three of the tracks I brought in my my colleague to do additional mixing on the tracks that had the drums uh, Thor, Thor Feinberg because I knew that I wasn't making the drums sound as good as they could be. So why not work with people who are, you know, going to enhance the quality of your product? Right. Um, so and mixing and mastering is a huge one. It yeah. is. I mean, don't it, get me wrong. I'm yeah. still very OCD. I everything The way everything was panned, I was like, I have to have it this way. This yeah. has to be here. You know, everything. Of but course. um but I think it's Im I think it's important to collaborate with other people. Yeah. You know, it makes us better. It makes us better. Plus, we have to find the right people. That's another Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I agree. Oh I yeah, agree. we go through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like even even some of the musicians too. Like, um, they're like, Siley, for example. She reached out to me a couple of years ago and was like, "Let's do a collaboration." And at that time, I didn't have time to do uh, a collab and now a couple years later i'm so glad that we got to do something so yeah. it's like you know you you work with people that you like and that you get along with and who vibe and who get your music i mean that's like that's the best thing ever yeah <laughs> yep. um so then the fourth track is called prism. prism okay so prism is a track uh about overcoming grief and it starts with just piano and then continues with cello and piano so i layered the cello like five times but um there the way i picture it is there's three sections so the way i picture it is rain a thunderstorm and then a rainbow and i'll i'll talk a little bit about why i i pictured this when i was writing it when you hear the very beginning of the song it's very somber and it grows and grows and when you hit this point it kind of is this point of like anger and 
then it goes to empowerment. And finally, it reaches this point of acceptance. And that's where I was thinking the clouds clear and you see the rainbow. And it actually took me a few months to even write that third part because in real life, it took me months to reach a point of acceptance for what I was grieving. Is that a word? Grieving? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so the reason I named the song Prism is because the only way you can see a prism is with sun and rain. And we've already had the sun and the rain in the previous tracks. So that's why this one is called Prism. And um, it's like a, it's, been a, it's a very emotional song, but um, it's definitely one of my faves. Um, but yeah, there's, that's the whole story behind Prism. Lovely. That's pretty like... Deep. Yeah, you, do you think a lot a about... Lot about what you're doing. You have very... <laughs> you, I, I don't think we're as... Like with such purpose and intention. No. Well, I think that... With this particular EP, everything is so intentional, not just because of, um, I I was going to say it's because of my job, because I'm writing to picture every day. So I'm helping to tell a story and I'm always having to, you know, see see what's bigger picture. Yeah. yeah, Like it has to go with the visuals. Um, But also just internally, um, just, I mean, being just, what's the word? How do I say this? I mean, it's, everything is based around nature. And I feel like I've also made a point to this year, this last year, to um, be outside more and like take care of myself in that sense. Because I feel like in the last couple of years, I was kind of a hermit and yeah. just, you know, working 24-7. So this this year, I wanted to kind of do a little self-care. And then when you do self-care, you start having, you know, what's the word? <laughs> um you, you get recharged. Yeah. Recharge. You give yourself a break. It's a bit more positive. And Don't just talk to yourself down. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, yeah, there is intention behind everything, but I think it's just because of everything that I went through in the last year that I was like, this is why these five songs are on it. Because we were saying, I mean, I did have other, uh, other songs on there, but I kind of cut it down yeah. just to help tell this story. How many are on the cutting room floor? Oh, man, there's a bunch. <laughs> um, but I, again, it's like unfinished. I never yeah, yeah. went and completed the production on them. Right. But um, but yeah, that that's the that's the point of Prism. Yeah. No, yeah, it's gorgeous. And then the final track is the title track. Yes, right? Afterglow. And so this is the outro of the song. Um, it's meant to be more positive. Um, I can tell you guys this because it's a little a music easter egg the vocals that i used in sunrise siley's vocals that i used in sunrise i chopped them and used them in afterglow yeah. but it's a totally different chord progression but i just wanted it to be book ended yeah. yeah so when you hear afterglow and you hear those vocals that, yeah. yeah it's the same it's her vocals from sunrise i just manipulated them a little bit and um made them fit in afterglow because I wanted to be like this is the end of the story so yeah and that and again that the the song is very much um it's kind of uh, also like a jazzy vibe so I have a a guitarist on there who did electric guitar and he also did acoustic guitar and then I have uh, and he also did bass and I have the drums and the piano so it's supposed to be this acoustic light outro for the album 
Yeah, it's awesome. And then and then the story is it's a full story. It's a full story. I mean, that afterglow is uh, again the light after sunset, and so we're at the end of the day now. And it the the song is about you know finding that light. I mean, I never want to end anything on a depressing or <laughs> note or anything, um, but it, it just goes full circle. So you after you listen to afterglow. I also did it in the same key as Sunrise because if you go on loop, ah. it's going to sound like a circle. So. Wonderful. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> we do really like cool. our circles. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everything is intentional uh, with this album. And I wanted to talk to you guys because I know that oh, we you... Oh, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah we exactly. love peeking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, that's what I was like. I know they'll, they'll totally get my Easter eggs and, you know, yeah. the time signature, yeah. and everything. Um, yeah. So you're not going to do a B-side that's like all dark and gloomy at night? <laughs> uh, well, night can be, It's not always dark and gloomy. Yeah, I feel like the the... Uh, Rain and Euphoria and Prism are pretty emo. Like I cry when I play them because you go, it puts you yeah. back into that where you. But like were. I said, it's not the well. At least so this is as my listeners. Yes, yes, yes. Your intention could be completely different. Of course. But Rain wasn't. It was. It made me cry, but not because of sadness or emo oh, good. or whatever. It's. It was just like that. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you remember you. in American Beauty and they're watching that bag spin around and like beautiful. Oh yeah. It's just <laughs> the plastic beautiful. Bag. Yeah. yeah. It's just like yeah, it's just like that there's so much beauty that that's what right? Like it's how to your connection like Yes. But um, that's what I want. That's what I want from this yeah. album. I literally have poured all my heart and soul into the album. So when people listen to it, I want them to have their own interpretations and their own perspectives when they're listening i just but i just want them to feel something yeah. you know um and yeah it's supposed to be an oxymoron anyway so whatever you take from that song yeah. it's not nothing is wrong it's all mm. you know it's all valid um but that's what i want the takeaway to be i want people to just connect to it in some way so i'm sure they will because it's it's a gorgeous stunning album congratulations thank, thank yeah. you we're <laughs> thank really happy you, thank for you, you. like yeah. i was telling you then like, oh. like yeah you need to get it done because i want to <laughs> oh listen my God. to it oh yeah for when, selfishly wrote reasons when was like, that when did we meet oh, it, it was must have been summer sometime probably a year ago i feel like it was almost a year ago i feel like maybe more yeah it was yeah no no it was like february or march guests. because it was before i it was before i did the bollywood thing and it was before that aired yeah, so yeah, we weren't allowed right. to talk about it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So I mean, this year's uh, this year's been great. It's been busy, but it was before that. Goodness. Yeah, so it's dude, been I hope twenty twenty like rocks it. Yeah. So twenty nineteen was our best year too. Yeah. In terms of number of gigs, yeah, and uh, and like yeah, some uh, quite a, some of them were really prestigious super, too. Super cool. So I hope. What's your favorite gig of twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen. Well, I can tell you mine. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't with him. <laughs> Which one was yours? The Star Juice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got to play uh, Nugma. I was a timekeeper for Star Tari Khansab, which wow. is his uh, uh, tabla teacher, Guruji. Um, and he's a don. He's one of the greatest tabla players ever. So for him to have faith in me that I he, I can keep a little bit of his a straight line when he's doing his crazy syncopations and cutting a piece here, cutting here, and sticking it all together. And I just have to be there. Yeah. I'm not gonna move. I'm not gonna move. It was the greatest experience of my life. That's amazing. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. Like uh and he he I, did he did have more I mean, he had faith in you. Like I don't even think called, I had that much in myself, an, but he saw something and I'm like, I don't know what you see, but I believe in you, so 
Let's go. Wait, why? But you've been there playing was, for like no, your whole life. He's like uh, crazy. Yeah. They're legends. <laughs> They're is, legends. Right? So like, there he's was like, a, he's a pair, and I'm like, there was he called <laughs> and said like, so there was an issue that the Nugma player like that he wanted couldn't get a visa or whatever and something couldn't yeah. come. Uh, so he we, was in India. Yeah. And and so the, the, the he was like, who can I use and. Um, I don't know who put it in his mind. He called my dad and said, "Like, well, you know, what's what about Kamal? Do you why can't I, let's use her?" And my dad was <laughs> just straight, his dad. my dad was just straight my out. My father-in-law. He's like, he's like, she's good, but that's not. She's not that good. <laughs> that's not what she does. He didn't say that. He said yeah, that's yeah, not what yeah, she I'm does. Just he said she's never kept Nugma before, Which is and true. like he, he said, you're a legend. And right. She's doing, you know, what she's doing. Like that's the different world. <laughs> and then he's like, "Nah, I think she'll be fine." And then my dad's like, well, you're, cup- you're coming for, he was coming for a, few days, a few days before. He said, then sit with her, but have a plan B. <laughs> right? So he said, okay, if not, then I'll Even call I this guy. Even I was like, that was like, He ah, said, I'll call this guy from like New York or something. And if not, um, so he sat we'll with her out, yeah. and, and both, I, I also said like, cause, cause we're such close family that yeah. I said, just because she's my she's wife, my wife don't mean, which he wouldn't right? anyway. Right. Cause they know I said, they don't like. feel that you have to. You like you know yeah, even if, if you're like, not comfortable like <laughs> we want to hear the best concert so yeah. whoever you're most comfortable with, and like he only tested you for like the first five minutes yeah. he's like uh, he's like no he said done like it's it's her, and then we were, <laughs> and then me and my dad again go no 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 play some more <laughs> like, but I heard you guys live I had heard you like last year or so in an ensemble but just you two this year and that was so amazing it was so beautiful <laughs> the way you guys play off each other i mean you guys are oh oh thank you i appreciate that <laughs> amazing thank you yeah. but yeah that was my favorite concert of the year and what about you uh it I has to be that right <laughs> no i was a part of it though <laughs> But he was no no insane. as a listener as a listener yeah yeah you don't get to listen to as a listener that right. he so went it was nuts, a rare treat yeah. so I don't think that's ever it's one of his again. best solos of all time um, yeah it was oh my goodness and yeah I've been to like a gazillion of his concerts like all over the world and then he played stuff that I'd never heard of before. wow uh, so that was yeah as a that listen- recharges so cool. you too right oh, oh listening yeah. to <laughs> other musicians and those who are yeah. you know ustad level um, insane yeah. What about oh performing goodness. wise? What was performing wise? I'm I'm forgetting them now. Uh, we did that one in uh, San Francisco, and we did that one in. Uh, the San Francisco we... one was awesome too. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty decent. G- that was like Gumbelji's Jordan game. <laughs> so like you know the Jordan's flu game, the where he he dropped like 45 points or whatever, and he had a oh, fever wow. of like 103. Well, so I, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. a week before. A week, a week before, before the concert, the concert I got uh, a shoulder injury. Gumbelji had a major shoulder injury. Like ridiculous. Injury. Wait, this year? Yeah, in yeah. February. Oh, no. Yeah, February. And end of she, January, and then the concert was in February yeah, the next week. Yeah, she could not move. It was excruciating. Like, and I, I said, like, listen, there's still a couple weeks left, right? You're not. This is not like a normal. You know, uh, my muscles are a little sore. Like it'll get yeah, better. Yeah, it wasn't normal days. at all. Like she had to have physical therapy, like, you oh, know, yeah. all kinds of tests were yeah. done. Like there was a major, major injury. She couldn't move. She couldn't lift. She I, couldn't I get could, out of bed. She couldn't lift her arm. I could play like this. She couldn't brush her teeth Wait, with that arm. Wait, you did tell me about this one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, and I said, you know, w- there's other musicians. Like one of them that came in mind was Raginder. I was like, yeah. we'll just get him to fill in or something. 
And she's like, no. No, like, we it's don't a get pro- enough. Like, yeah. to have a full yeah. classical concert in it's a hall, rare. right? Like, it's not, <laughs> they don't come flying every day, right? Like, uh, we do a bunch of gigs, but they're not always, like, full-blown A to Z, like, yeah. classical we, concerts. Yeah, we practice yeah. our hearts for. Absolutely. So she's like, I'm not giving that up. And then... I don't know what was running through my head. Was I was, I was adamant. And it was yeah, like... She would not I'm, relent. Yeah. And so we, we, and we had to drive there too. God. This wasn't like they didn't, yeah, whatever. So we had to drive there. I barely made it. So we get there. She's in like pain. Like she's I'm like, popping pills. she's popping pills and stuff. <laughs> the day of the concert, like I, I brushed her hair he, in the oh. hotel because she couldn't <laughs> do, she, she couldn't do this. such a good job. <laughs> right. She had to like brush with her other hand. Uh, like. Like, we get there. Right? She are couldn't put right? her top on. Like she couldn't do her yeah, makeup. Yeah, like those dancers. I'm like, that can do my makeup. So there was, yeah, there's like this I'm festival find type people. show. But you did it. And <laughs> so these dancers, like, yeah, then did her makeup and stuff. Stuck my that makeup to my head. Of, that was out of hey. my territory, right? Wow. Like, but that's amazing that you. So did then it. she gets up there, and not only like does she get by, like she destroyed. Oh, it's adrenaline, right? Yeah. Because I was like, I have to do this. And then that like determination. Yeah, that made me like. So we had a much better back and forth there. Yeah. That's and amazing. That was, I think, probably one of my favorites. And yeah. then also Norton Simon. That was oh, such yeah. a great show. That was also fun because uh, it was our second time that they booked us. Yeah. Uh, and the reason that they did that was because we had uh, amazing turnout the first time. So and I was going packed in there. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. So the, you know, weeks before the concert, I was like, I don't know why people came the first time. I know why. Right? And I was like, we gotta call people. We gotta text them. We gotta tweet. We gotta Facebook, Instagram. We gotta do all that stuff. And then like, you know, you get a bunch of texts. We're like, hey, this sounds great, but we're gonna be in Mexico over like in Cancun for vacation. I was hey, there. that sounds great. <laughs> right? And so all I'm getting is cancellation messages, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is gonna be terrible. There's gonna be like four people there. It's gonna be horrible. That was packed. And then yeah, it we was. get there, and I then somebody sent us. Was it you that sent us the picture? Like that, that there's a line out the door. No, yeah, my, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, somebody. Somebody. Else sent it? And there, there they a took. A, there was a line that was looping out, <laughs> and I was like. Whoa! Thank you. It was so. Like, how was that be? It was so. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. and then those it guys are so awesome at the yeah. sound and everything. Like whatever you call out in your because it was just fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. When you see that many people, you're just like, oh my god, this is awesome. I mean, have some yeah. fun. Yeah, you want to play for you want to play for people. Yeah, yeah. you guys was, sounded great. That was awesome. Yeah, it was definitely fun. <laughs> <laughs> well. I think that like so. Thank you so much for bringing like yes. your album to us. Um, Thanks for chatting. And everybody, yes. like, I, I really encourage you guys, like, please buy this album. Yeah, thank you. Um, it it's gonna be available everywhere, right? Like iTunes, all yeah. that stuff. Um, and and uh, look Rashi up at uh, your website, right? Yeah, just my name, RashiGulkarni.com. <laughs> yeah, and follow her on all social media. Follow us at like AbsoluteFocus.co and all our social media handles. And then we have a couple. We have. On February 25th, we're playing the Kennedy Center Millennium Stage. Nice. And then February 26th, we're, we're playing District, District of Raga, which are both in DC. in DC. Come out to both of those. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna have a lot of fun there. And thanks for listening. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button.